0: Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen May, on this Tuesday afternoon. So let's turn to our, our very first guest and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're hearing about a video series and on, also an ongoing exhibition called Makers of Hong Kong in Conversation. Now, this is organised by the Centre for Heritage Arts and Textile, CHAT, and I'm really delighted to be joined on the line by Bruce Lee, the assistant curator of the exhibition. Welcome to the programme, Bruce. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Afternoon.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Noreen.
0: So perhaps for some of our listeners who are not so familiar uh, with chat, uh, you're based in Chunwan. Uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, who you are and what you do there.
1: Sure. Thank you, Noreen. We are, as you said, we are, uh, chat stands for the Center for Heritage Arts and Textile. We are in Chunwan, housed within the former cotton spinning mills of Nanfeng Textiles. Uh, the complex as a whole is called the Mills. Um, We curate um, different programs, specifically exhibition and co-learning programs. Um, Our mission is to weave creative experiences for all and to interweave um, notions of contemporary art um, with design and heritage.
0: Okay, so who are the people that you typically work with? Who are the the sort of organizations that you organize uh, exhibitions with?
1: Uh, We work with uh, different artists from all over the world. Um, We do have a focus with the Asia-Pacific region. Um, Likewise, that's reflected in our collection and our um, curated um, exhibitions.
0: Okay. Um, well, let's talk about this ongoing exhibition, uh, Makers of Hong Kong in Conversation. Um, I watch a, a few of the video clips. It's very exciting. I think you've partnered up with Eco uh, Chung Chao. Uh, they're quite amazing. They, they sort of uh, uh, reuse uh, used fishing nets and they, and they make things out of it. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your exhibition then.
1: So, Makers of Hong Kong in Conversation is actually um, a video series, as you mentioned earlier, Noreen, Um, and uh, through collecting these um, oral histories in the form of pre-recorded videos, um, we're really trying to um, record um, those who have designed, made, researched, and contributed to the makers' culture in Hong Kong um, for local and overseas audiences.
0: Okay, um, and tell us about the, the the two video series that you've produced so far. So far, we've
1: um, made two episodes. Um, our first episode, as Noreen said, is with Eco Chung Chau, um, which are uh, consisted of these uh, this couple, and they um, they're very young, but they are uh, the the um, they're based in Chung Chau, the island of Chung Chao. and they work with um, a lot of. Uh, older traditional artisans um, and weavers and knotters of fishing nets. So they're, um, what they're doing now with Eco Chang Chao is they're trying to promote this heritage um, through um, contemporary products
0: they're really cool so I, I think sarah yip and also rex law from Eco chung chow um are the sort of the, the people behind this um what do they make with the fishing nets and sort of uh, they they didn't grow up i mean i think rex grew up in chung chow but they didn't come from a, a fishing background did they
1: so yes rex did grow up in chung chow he uh, he does come from a fishing background actually his oh, family okay himself um he he was actually but he's not uh, a
0: fisherman anymore.
1: He's sure. not a fisherman but he does come from a family sure. that fishes. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and sorry, go on.
1: So they uh work with they partner up with a lot of um actually just citizens of um Shangchao, you know, people who did grow up fishing and um are retired now. So they partner up with these people to um, ask them to develop new designs. And these designs, um, through the technique of fishing nets, become new products such as uh, bags um, and uh, other forms of knotted goods.
0: Yeah. Um, and the second series, I think you're partnering up with, with a local tailor, Xiu uh, Lan. Um, she's really cool too. She's really quite young. Um, and she sort of uh, uses sort of traditional Chinese uh Patterns to, to make new garments. Tell us a little bit more about this video series with Siulan.
1: So, Siulan is, um, yes, she has a very electric and kind of youthful energy. She's definitely. Cool. <laughs> She's very cool. So, Siulan is um, the, the sort of designer behind her brand of the same name called Tailor Made by Siulan. Um, and she uh, grew up in mainland China, actually, and then came to Hong Kong a few decades ago. started working as um, a factory worker at first in the garment industry and then slowly she shifted um, to what she does now which is she makes these tailor-made garments for different customers Um, and uh, they often come from um, uh, traditional Chinese garment silhouettes um, but she modernizes them at the same time she imbues each of these designs with some of her own sort of design philosophy you know Her philosophy is often centered around the idea of comfort, for example. So um, her garments are all full of charm. Uh, They really reflect her personality, yes.
0: Yeah, they're really stunning and and really cool. It's sort of, you know, it's traditional, but also um, modern as well. Um, Where did this idea come from? Where did Makers of Hong Kong uh, in Conversation come from? Why did you you decide to uh, make it sort of part video series and part exhibition?
1: Uh, That's a very good question, Noreen. This actually happened quite organically as a result of COVID um, at first. (laughs) Um, So, as you said, there is an exhibition that accompanies the video series. Um, And uh, when we were closed for maybe the second or third time last year, um, we decided that we did not want the exhibition to go to waste. So we wanted to find a digital way to promote um, what is on view on site. Um, to audiences that cannot come to our premises and our venues um, and that was kind of how this came about originally we actually had some live video elements but slowly we've Um, the current format that we have in which we actually visit these places and studios of production of these makers.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. Having this sort of hybrid um, event where people can see the exhibition or if they can't make it, they can also sort of know a little bit more of the stories uh, behind the makers of of these craft. Um, So what's the process? What's the opening hours right now? So you're still open. It's still an ongoing exhibition. Can people come and visit uh, the mills at the moment?
1: so people can still come to the mills but um as chat we're um part of the mills only and uh this uh and at chat we're actually still currently closed as a gallery Mm. um uh, our current exhibition um, goes until the um, 11th of April with Yin Shoujin Sky Patch, which is our seasonal exhibition. Um, but when we do get to open, hopefully soon, um, we will still um, continue with temperature control and crowd control. Um, when we could exactly open, we would like to ask the audience to pay attention to our website and our social media platforms
0: great and we'll also post a link on the facebook page uh, after this interview um when when you know more um I'm, I'm also interested to know why is it sort of important for the or why do the younger generation uh, like to learn about these traditional trades because if you ask about if you ask them about it they may not know a lot about it but if you ask whether they're interested to in it a lot of the times they'll say yeah we're interested in in old things to do with hong kong why do think that is?
1: So we actually want to reframe that narrative a little bit and think about how this goes beyond the idea of tradition. For example, when we talk to the people of Ico Changchao and then when we talk to Siu we actually learn of their creative process, which is um, their design philosophy can be quite contemporary. So we want to kind of divorce this idea of craft as this subject of nostalgia, and uh, to see how, um, you know, perhaps the youth watching these videos or this uh, coming to see our exhibitions will be inspired to um, develop things in the future and think of these crafts in a more contemporary way. Um, and likewise, we also want to really promote this idea of um, learning through making. So um, there is a good portion of these videos that's dedicated to um, technical demonstrations, or there are a lot of snippets of those behind the scenes. Um, making processes.
0: That's right. I um in the video that I watched with Sarah and Rex, they actually demonstrate how they collect old fishing nets and then how they weave it and how they tie a new knot, um, uh, make knots and then turn them into bags. That's really quite cool to watch.
1: Yes, yes, they're very. it, it, it that that time when we went to Changchow, Um, you can actually feel how environment of the space influences the people and how they work you know they're very laid back actually um they're just kind of weaving in these little pavilions dotted around the island
0: yeah how did they learn how to i mean do they speak to because in the video they sort of you, you sort of interview some um old fisherman or some some old lady who's making the knots how did they learn
1: so, with the old lady in the video um her her name is actually um Laho laho <laughs> so Lo Laho uh, actually comes from a fishing family, and she tells us in um our interviews with her that she learned from her family and that she would actually have to um uh back in the day when they were still out and about fishing, she would have to mend all of these fishing nets for her family while being at sea.
0: It's quite interesting that, you know, through that video, um, I, I got the impression that La Ho was, um, you know, she was doing that as uh, for, for a living, but it wasn't the interest to sort of uh, to, to keep spreading or, or keep passing it down. Whereas it's the young people who want to learn about these, uh, these old skills and, and continue with it. Do you see what I mean? Sometimes the old generation just sort of thinks, oh, well, these skills are going to be lost and, and that's the end of that. But the younger generation sometimes want to preserve these skills and, and learn them.
1: Yes, we actually, um, through talking with um, Sarah and Rex of Eco Chang Chao, they actually let us know how much they learn through working with um, um, these folks. Um, for example, with La Ho, she can actually come up with very crazy color combinations that <laughs> Rex and Sarah would not have expected or would not have thought to be marketable, you know, in some ways. Um, but La Ho comes up with these crazy things that turn out to be so popular to the public
0: that 's so funny, because I think maybe a lot of times the older generation thinks, "Oh, you know if you 're young, just study and do other jobs don 't go back to these sort of manual labor jobs, but it 's the young people who want to continue to spread this art um, and quite quite often it 's quite popular with the with young people because they look so beautiful, um, and also the history behind it also
1: yes, I think part of um, uh, this uh, makers of Hong Kong series. What's great about it, I think, is that we're not only promoting this to an outside audience, but that when we interview some of these um, traditional makers, we actually also hope to stimulate them um, to maybe reconsider um, the work that they've done for so long.
0: Yeah. Um, You mentioned just now that this is sort of born out of COVID. It sounds like that despite the restrictions that you have new opportunities. Um, How did COVID sort of affect uh, different areas of your planning for these presentations as well?
1: I think uh, luckily uh, we are still able to make, you know, very socially distanced and, uh, you know, our film crew, we don't have a lot of people. So we can still make these studio visits to um, different makers in Hong Kong. But uh, the 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 whole the whole situation with COVID has actually helped us move away from our venue. Interestingly, (laughs) um, with our venue closed, and uh, we're able to explore um, more hidden parts of Hong Kong and uh, these very intimate studio spaces, um, which is kind of um, we feel kind of fortunate in some ways. Um, Although. uh, although it's 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 an unfortunate situation to begin with Excellent. there there's something good that's born out
0: of it. Exactly. And, you know, with the video series, I think people can sort of enjoy it and learn more about these art forms. Um, Bruce, I'm also curious to know, you know, as the assistant curator um, with your team, um, what's the process um, of of curating this exhibition like? I mean, there must be a lot of things to include in the exhibition. How do you sort of, um, yeah, talk us through the process of of curating this uh, exhibition? What things did you include and what things did you not include?
1: Uh, so the makers of Hong Kong video series accompanies an exhibition that's called welcome to Hong Kong market um, And the conception of welcome to Hong Kong market is actually quite um, Intimate, you know, we work as a whole curatorial team and we come together each person um, Comes in with their own research. For example, we have nine shelves in this display and uh Each um, researcher is delegated to a couple of shelves, and we come together with different brainstorming sessions. And uh, we present some of these ideas to our um, advisors, for example, our textile advisors, professionals in the field, and they give us feedback. So it's a very um, uh, intimate process again, and we exchange a lot of ideas in the way. it's a, it, it it follows our spirit, you know, it's a co-learning exercise for all of us.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of co-learning, uh, I'm sure with, with the COVID ex- restrictions, I don't think there'll be any workshops um, running to, to learn about these things. But had there not been these restrictions, would there sort of be workshops for people to learn about weaving these fishnets or maybe garment making?
1: So uh, that's a very good question, Noreen. We actually, um, at chat, aside from... Um, the Makers of Hong Kong uh, series, we do still host some workshops that are held online. For example, we mail out oh, material
0: kits. Oh, you purchase. mail out materials to people?
1: Yes, we do. And oh, they, cool. they follow along on Zoom, for example. Um, but with regards to the um, you know fishing net and, uh, for example, pattern making with Xiu Lan, uh, those are certainly aspects of co-learning programs we want to explore in the future.
0: Okay, well, we'll keep our eyes and ears peeled. Um, finally, Bruce, remind our listeners once again, how can we know more about the exhibition and also the work that you do um, at CHAT? Have you got a website or on social media?
1: Yes, we have. Um, we are on social media and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram through mill6chat, M-I-L-L, number 6, C-H-A-T.
0: Excellent. Well, Bruce, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And that's uh, Bruce Lee, uh, the uh, assistant curator of Chat. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much, Nori.
0: Thank you.